Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for a new week ahead. We thank you for all the good things that you are doing in us. When you say, see, I am doing a new thing. And you constantly are, Lord. You are constantly doing a new thing in our lives, working with us and on us every single moment, every single day. Even in the times when we don't see it. Even in the things that are not visible. And yet so much more is spent into the foundation like that of a building. A tall skyscraper before it's lifted up. For months on that construction site, there is nothing seen there. And you work on us in that same way before all that is visible takes shape and then it becomes awe-inspiring, breathtaking in its architecture and its appearance, colossal in its structure. We thank you, Father, for you are doing that new thing in each of us every single day, building our foundations, strengthening our Christian experience, building it all on our rock, our Christ. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you call each of us every single day to come and be with you, to commune with you in the secret place. So that when we connect with you in our spirits, you are ever willing to pour out from your well of wisdom, your counsel. You are ever willing to open up our understanding. You are ever willing to provide your information, your revelation that comes out of your word out of your principles, your promises that you have given us, so that when we stand on that word, then our foundation is strong. Then we are unshaken, we are unmoved. We are that house that is built on a rock. That the wind, the floods, and the rain, from above, from below, or from all around, cannot shake us. We thank you, Father, for giving us that privilege, that opportunity to be with you in the secret place, to come to you every single time when you call us by name. To your word tells us as well, many are called, but few are chosen. We thank you, Lord, for that grace, that mercy that you have shown us and the grace that you have poured on each of our lives. We thank you for the peace and that joy that we experience when we are with you in that secret place. And we share the same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and with those that have no one to pray for them as we offer our faith to stand in that gap. And as we remember all of these, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our maker who is our preserver, the preserver of men, the one who leads us in the way we should go, the one whose hand is not short to redeem us. He makes a highway for us in the wilderness. He makes the parched land, no matter how dry our life looks, how wasted, lifeless it looks, not able to support life either. You make it into a pool of water 
and the thirsty land into springs of water, overflowing in abundance from within itself by the rivers of living water. You are the one who is faithful. You are the lifter of men. And you always complete every good work that you have started within us. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, our rock, our foundation, the one who is the author and the finisher of our destiny, the one who is our way, through whom we have access to the Holy of Holies, to the Father by his blood, through whom the door into eternity has been opened unto us. He is that door. He is the Lord who heals. And unless he heals, there is no restoration. He is the one who holds the key of David, that what he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. He is the rider on the white horse, our daily bread, our manna given straight down to us from heaven. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light and life. One who changes the times and seasons and reveals the deep and secret things of the Father. It is he who quickens us to discern those seasons. It is he who quickens us to receive that revelation. It is he who quickens us that we might be lifted up out of the pit into a position of abundance and stepping into a position of dominion. He is the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, who hovered over every void and formless appearance of the earth. He gave it life, he gave it shape, he gave it form. Now he does the same with our lives as well. How much more when he partners with us and we speak his word. It is he who ensures that that spoken word of the Father is fulfilled. When it is spoken with proper authorization in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with prayer to speak that word, pray it back to you. So that your spirit can take that word and fulfill it. We thank you, Father, for the gift, the measure of faith. Knowing that you are a reward of those who diligently seek you and you always honor faith. It is without faith, we cannot please you. We thank you that you have blessed us with the angels with destiny help us. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every physical provision that we need that we might not lack anything when you are our shepherd. We thank you, Lord, for all that you are doing for us every single day. That you renew your mercy for us every morning. You load us daily with your benefits. We thank you, Lord, that you do not stop giving. Thank you, Jesus. We cannot thank you enough. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the blood of the new 
an eternal covenant that speaks great things on our behalf. More importantly, it speaks atonement, it speaks redemption and salvation. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth today. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'd like to begin a four-part series on getting to know your God. And today, we will spend this first part introspecting. How well do you know him? will actually help guide your relationship with him. Where you self-assess, where do I stand in my relationship with him? How do I see him? And the more you know him, the more intimate your relationship with him will be. I'd like each of us to honestly evaluate that current status. And that will tell us what opportunity lies ahead of us. Jesus always said, come to me. So he's not pushing you away. But as far as you are concerned, is he an acquaintance? Or is he a member of the community that you are in and a part of? Or is he like a neighbor? Is he a friend? Or do you see him as your brother, your father or your mother? Your creator perhaps? How close do you think you are to him? He's calling you to be intimate. So what is your level of intimacy? Here are a few questions to find out. And as we go through the questions, think on your own personal relationship there. And the first one, how frequently do you visit him? Think of him as a person. And then what is the purpose of your visit? Is it just to fulfill your weekly mass obligation? Or to tick a box for a daily routine that I've read my Bible, that I've said hello, good morning. You must have a clear understanding of why you are visiting him. Or have you reached a stage where you feel like you now dwell with him? 
look at your own look at your own personal interaction with him and that will tell you the first step whether you need to increase that frequency until it gets to a point where you can reach from being an acquaintance to dwelling with him that's the ultimate goal God's spirit is given to us the spirit of Jesus is given to be with us to be in us dwelling within us, God himself. And yet, are we only visiting him frequent, uh, the, with the frequency of Sunday to Sunday, only at Mass? Or do we even recognize the fact that he is present within us? Are we recognizing him? Or do we not know? Number two, how frequently do you speak to him? Is it weekly, daily, hourly? Just dwelling together is not enough. How do we maintain the relationship with our relationship with the people that we live with? Our spouses, our parents, our children, our siblings. And if you have ever spent time living in the same house under the same roof and not speaking to them, you know what that feels like. I'd like you to evaluate that relationship with him on the same lines. Do you take every matter to him to discuss for advice? What you share with him and how much of it do you share with him tells you how close you are to him. All your personal deep secrets, all your failures, all your successes, all your problems, all your moments of joy, what do you share with him? Number three, what is the nature and the content of your conversation? Is it formal through a prayer book? Or is it you speaking from your heart? Are you restricting in what you can speak to him by limiting yourself to reading something versus really having that conversation? Number four, does it include worship and reverence or do you get straight to the point, give me this? Remember, you are approaching a king, not just a king. He is the king of kings. We must go with that reverence, even though our relationship is personal. Number five is your prayer. More of give me this and give me that, as in give me material things. Or is it give me you, give me your time, give me your attention and your presence with me? Are you seeking more of the hand that blesses or are you seeking the giver himself? Are we just seeking the benefits? Our relationship is always about the person and who he or she is, not about what he has, how they look, or what they can give us. All of that transaction 
is a business. So the question is, are you going to him for business? Or are you going to him for a relationship? And there will be a place for both in your time with him. But you should always have a higher proportion and weightage for the person himself. Now analyze the words that you pray. And if most of it is just focused on, Lord, my job, Lord, my finances, Lord, my bills, Lord, my children, Lord, my work, Lord, my something else. And the conversation has nothing about him. Then think again. What if you are parents, you will know this. What if our children only came to us when they needed something and never bothered talking about anything else personal, never appreciated you for what you gave them, for all that you do for them? How would you feel? Is our dealing there only a business relationship with that child? Or is it more than that? So you as a parent, what would you expect from them? I'd like you to remember that and now place yourself in the position of that child and see what am I required by my father in heaven? How does he see me? He will see you just like any other parent. Just like we look at our own children. There's no difference. And talking about business, I'm sure everyone in sales and marketing or everyone that runs their own business in general will also understand and agree with this, that even a successful business is built on sound business relationships. The bigger priority is maintaining those relationships, knowing that if we are consistent in that relationship, the business volume also stays consistent year on year. Be honest with yourself. How do you see him every time you read about him in the word of God? How do you see him every time you enter a church? Is he a statue hanging on a cross or a picture placed on a wall? Or is he a living, breathing person that you address in your prayer, in your conversation? In your communion with him? which by the way is not limited to the bread that we eat at Mass. It is the relationship that decides communion. The engagement. It is a union. And this decides whether Jesus means a religion to you or whether he is real to you. Answers to these questions will give you a starting point to work on your relationship with him. Jesus said in John 14 verse 6, no one can come to the Father except through me. So that relationship is important. He also said in Matthew 6 verse 33, first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all these things that you desire shall be added unto you. 
let that be the guiding principle for your relationship with him. The starting point. To seek his kingdom. And if we are to seek his rule, we need to know the ruler himself first. To understand how he works and to understand how he administers and rules his kingdom. And then we subject ourselves to that system, knowing and understanding how the king or the ruler runs that system will help you navigate your ways then under his kingdom. And in Jeremiah 29, verse 13, he said, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Verse 14 says, I will be found of you. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And let this be our intent, to seek him with all our heart. For unless we seek him with all our heart, we will not find him. That relationship does not grow. It stays where it is. We cannot fake it. So let us start by getting to know him better. And then work on growing our relationship. That is the source of our life. That is the source of our strength. That is the source of our security, our protection. That is the source of our abundance as well. And that is the source of our dominion. Our connection and how close that connection is with the source, the father, the giver of all things. The creator himself. We shall stop here for today and continue on his nature. We shall start exploring his nature tomorrow over the next three days. And you will know some of these, but I'd like you to start looking at, looking at it in, in a new light, reflecting on your own personal journey, what that means for you, what action steps you then get out of those that you will get within your own heart. He will make them live and real to you. And then you start moving in that direction so that when your relationship grows stronger, your prayer life gets better and the outcomes that you see from that prayer life will be more frequent and more accurate. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, for our hearts to be open, to receive you, to know you more, to welcome you into our lives like never before, in a new way. We seek to build our relationship with you, Lord, to come close to you. Not just for what you give us. You have always given and you continue to give. But this time, Lord, we seek you. We want more of you. So that when we say, Jesus, take all of me and give me more of you, until I am consumed by nothing else but you. We mean it. We mean it for that closeness, that intimacy, that oneness, that unity with you. Then shall our worship in spirit and in truth be complete. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. 
Yes, we pray for spiritual edification. We also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, for all families that are embattled, facing division and separation, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty. We also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for their gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kiria <laughs> <laughs> 
in the mighty and all powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. Thank you, Lord. The words that were spoken to me this morning as we were praying just then. My people, I thirst for you. I desire you. I love you. And the scripture I've been given is from Sirach, chapter 24, verses 19 to 22. Come to me, you who desire me, and eat your fill of my produce. For my teaching is sweeter than honey, and my inheritance sweeter than the honeycomb. And my remembrance lasts throughout all generations. Those who eat me will hunger for more, and those who drink me will thirst for more. Whoever obeys me will not be put to shame, and those who work with me help will not sin. Sorry, whoever obeys me will not be put to shame, and those who work with me with my help will not sin. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture shared in the chat. This is Psalm 139 for the director of music, a Psalm of David, where it is written, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's daily reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions that we run every evening, as well as our Friday Bible teaching sessions. If you are being blessed by those, share links for Zoom and YouTube, as well as the links to join the prayer group with friends and family. You'll find these links, the, the links to the prayer group, Telegram group on every video in the description on our YouTube page. You'll also find it on our Facebook page, on our other social media channels as well. And in every message that is shared with Brother Savio's reflections, it carries it there as well. We invite others to come and partake and be part of this praying family. And if they can't make it to the live sessions, you can also point them to the recordings available on YouTube, Spotify, and on our Facebook page.
And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, which has in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless.